Hi there, welcome to Insights with Latrice for another special edition. And you know what? I got another treat for you. Let me tell you about this guest this time. Before I bring her in, let's talk about her. I like to talk about people. So she has actually been doing websites and doing social media for over 15 years. So we're gonna talk about that because I'm sure when she first started out, people probably looked at her like, Noah, go somewhere and sit down. And so now <laughs> we need her. She is a full-time professor, so we're gonna find out what she's teaching and where she's teaching. And then she's a founder of She Leads Church, a summit for women in church leadership. Now, this is what's interesting. That's how I met her, virtually. Uh, my husband had signed me up for a virtual conference, which you guys who know Olivier know he does stuff like that. And I was not opposed to it. And so, but I thought, okay, it'll be cool, whatever. When I tell you it was a life changer. So whenever that happens again, you guys need to follow her, follow her, get on her website because it was life changing. I tell you from one end of the spectrum to the other and every woman was um, in leadership of some, of some sort, but everyone was transparent. They were so giving of their information and no different than my guest, Katie Allred. Um, welcome. So I'm so elated to have you here, Miss Katie. Well, you said so many nice things about me. So <laughs> now I feel like I gotta say, Latrice, she's awesome. Yeah. Come on, give it to I me. I agree. Give it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've well, known each other for just... five minutes now, and you're fantastic. So, yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm gonna tell you, you're absolutely fantastic. Um, I just your just your creativity is something that it's like so just admirable. I'm just like, man, just the way God has created you to think and operate. And we'll get into all of that. But first, yeah, I definitely give God all the glory for that because I just show up like I, he does all of it. I'm just there. Like yeah. I just happen to be the right person, the connector for it. So, so he trusts yeah. you. How about that? Yeah, I get trusted with a lot, which yeah. is sometimes great. And sometimes there's so much responsibility. You want to pull your hair out, but God is good. And he is thankful to see it through, you know? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, let's just get right into this whole social media thing, because yeah. prior to the crisis, um, you know, you had people on the fence, you know, I really mm -hmm. don't need it. I kind of need it. I really don't know what I'm doing. So can you explain to our podcast audience, our Facebook Live audience, our Gram audience. What is social media? Just break it down to us. Social media is social, first off. So it is a conversation. It's not a billboard. I think a lot of churches, especially, but a lot of people in general will use their Facebook pages or profiles really as just a place to post things, but not expect to get received back. But really, it is about asking good questions so that you can start engagement and so that you can start conversations. Because today, right now during this pandemic, right, that we're in, we can't leave our houses. And right. so what else are you, what else do, are people going to do other than answer your questions and engage with you and your brand, whatever that might be. But you have to ask questions. Otherwise, people are not going to, you know, engage. With, if you just post a pretty graphic, that's great. But let's have a conversation. What, what, what can we do next, you know? So social media is relationship. Oh, yeah, I, 
sometimes we get it wrong. You said it's not a billboard. A lot of times, you know, when I first started out, I thought it was just me posting me and me and me again. Right. And my husband has helped me evolve and understand that it is relationship. And mm-hmm. as you're branding yourself and you're building your, yourself in the platform, you have to definitely do that engagement. And do you think mm-hmm. people are scared of engagement? Oh, yeah, because they're afraid of trolls. I mean, but like, let's be honest, though, like Jesus said, we were going to have some haters in this life. So, yeah. uh, you know, like you can't avoid them. Now, of course, are they more willing to do that uh, on yes. the internet? Yeah, of course they are. Absolutely. Uh, there's there's a screen, but also people are more willing to be accepting of the gospel. And also they're more willing to have these more difficult conversations. And they're more willing to be a little, a little bit more open, honestly. Yeah, people can be closed-handed and they can be hateful, uh, but they can be that way in person too. It's usually a little more um, under the cover than yeah. it is on the internet. Yeah. So, yeah. So with that, okay, tell me this. Now with this pandemic mm-hmm. and social media, how is that working? I, I mean, should we be using it more um, or should we still back off back off of it? Talk to me about that. What's your opinion? Oh, I think you should be all over it for sure. So, uh, you know, it just depends on your platform and what you're wanting to do. Uh, I'll talk about it from a church perspective. I run a company called Church Communications where I help thousands of churches. So I think about church a lot, but, you know, we can talk about for business too. So for churches, really, a lot of them had a page before this began and they used the page really as a billboard. You know, we're meeting this Sunday and we're having a potluck afterwards. Here's, you know what we need for the pop yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah but they weren't really what they weren't doing a great job of the really your facebook page is your front door what it needs to be is and a lot of churches they think of their building being the front door but i don't even think your building's the front door anymore right and i hate when churches put like a, a picture of their building as like their cover photo or something yeah the people don't care about the building they care about the people inside and the church are is the people inside like that is what the yeah. church is it is the people remember open it up and here's all the people yeah. right Yes. And so that is what the church is. Okay. It's all the people. And so we, we forgot that I think, especially in the last 100 years that we, because we came, became so planted in actual buildings and so planted in, in physical location and land. And, you know, uh, cause it used to be the church was pretty transient. It was house churches. It was wherever the people were congregated. Right. And then we became like, these really like well-branded establishments, which uh-huh. I'm not against branding at all. As I teach, so I teach marketing. I, I love branding. Okay. I do think there is a space for it and a purpose for it. But I, what I'm saying is uh, your page is really a place where you should share stories of life change and what God is doing in the lives of your people. Mm-hmm. And then engage people with good questions about what they're going through and about um, and sharing good life giving content. Okay. So, uh, and try to share it from a local perspective, right? I wouldn't share just don't put, I hate when people, well, I don't love just throwing Bible verses out into the void. Yeah. I think that you should instead explain them. Either you can do that with text, including the graphic, 
or you can, you know, do a devotional time through Facebook Live or whatever. Uh, I don't love throwing it out into the void because I'm like, of course, I don't think that, you know, the Bible brings back void. But right. what I do feel like is you're just putting up content to put out content. And I don't like that. There should be a strategy behind what you're doing. Okay. It should tell a bigger story about the life of your church, right? Your page should tell a bigger story. And that's the same for a business, right? It should tell the story say, of your business. Um, people who have business, they can take the same advice, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. So you got to position your, your, really your business as the guide, the authority, the, the person who has the answers, okay, for what's going on today. And then figure out how can you ask good questions? How can you give good calls to action? Don't leave out, you know, any chance for call to action. You don't put a shopping cart in the bathroom at a store, right? Right. So how do you, you know, call people to actually do something uh, through your page? Mm -hmm. So pages are great. Um, They're really good for, you know, check-ins and that kind of stuff. But I really do feel they are kind of physical location centric in a way. What I love also is another product that Facebook has called groups. Have you, have you, you, are you some groups? I am. I am. Yeah. Yeah. So that is what I'm really passionate about. So my business started actually because of a Facebook group that I started. Okay. And so, yeah, I thought I would find 50 people who were angry about their church bulletin every Sunday and I found 24,000. So. (laughs) Explain. Yeah, that's hilarious. So you were doing this for a business and you were just going to find a few people. Well, really wasn't even for a business. It was just for like a fun thing to do after work because I uh, worked in church. I worked in a church at the time in Brentwood, Tennessee. And so I knew that I knew a lot of information about how to do social media for a church, which is what I was doing at the time. And so I thought, well, I should start a group and like share this information. And then before I knew it, we had 5,000 members and we had 10,000 and now we're at 24,000. Yeah. Facebook has called it one of the most engaged faith-based groups on the platform, which is how I got to know Nona, who's the head of the faith um, partnership at, at Facebook. Yeah. And how we became such good friends was because of that. She actually reached out to me on Facebook Messenger and I thought she was fake. I was like, I was like, does Facebook actually talk to you on Facebook? <laughs> <laughs> I was oh, like, how does that even happen? But before that, wow. okay, so before I did that, a long time ago, actually when I was nine years old, I started a forum, okay, for Harry Potter fans. Okay. And um, it actually grew really large and we had online events. Okay. A lot of, we were just little kids. There was probably about 10,000 members and we won an award from JK Rowling. So it's kind of funny. I've been doing this online thing for a long time. So a lot of people think popular. Right. And what's really cool is that I got to spread the gospel through those relationships that I made in that forum. And we're all still friends today, which is kind of funny. I, well, I'm going to tell you, just before we got on and recorded this, I deemed you a friend in my head. So whether I'm really your friend or not, I don't care. I, you are my friend from here on I out. mean, I feel great about it. That's the whole point, right, of social media is that. And so it's actually creating something, Latrice, this is what we call para, actually, so I learned about this last year. It's called a para social relationship. Okay. It's the same relationship you would have with a character in a book, right? It's the same relationship I have with like Harry Potter. 
but yeah. here's the thing i can't actually go and talk to harry potter you can actually come and talk to me and now we're now we're actually friends but i it, love it but that is what the technical term is when you know somebody on the internet but you don't actually you haven't talked to them right it's, it's a parasocial relationship it's kind of interesting that is because i'll tell you when i'm out and about um i'll get people that say oh my gosh i know you." yeah because you're on tv I'm on TV and then they, they follow me on my mm -hmm. platforms. And so they feel like they know, they, me. they know you personally, exactly. Yeah. Which is what you want them to feel like. There's no reason why I wouldn't want you to feel that way. That's great. Like uh, good. Like, well, I want to be your best friend anyway, but it's, it's interesting because I'm going to tell you a lesson I learned. I was in Costco being mom and we're like walking fast. I'm telling them, come on, don't touch anything. You know, <laughs> let's go. And this gentleman stopped me and he was an older, well, yeah, he was older gentleman. And he was like, well, Latrice, I know you, I watch you all the time. And I said, um, oh, thank you. God bless you. And I kept going. And I tell you, I was so convicted because I mean, in general, I'm a nice person and I just was trying to hurry. Mm -hmm. I was like, I can't do that. I can't. Yeah. That's not what I do on TV. That's not what I do on my social media. Platform. That's not who you're portraying. Yeah, you can't be one so person I here and one stopped. person there. Exactly. So I stopped and I turned around and I said, you know what? Thank you so much. Yeah, we started talking. And so the girls were rolling their eyes, my daughters, and I got in the car and I said, this is a teachable moment. Let me help you with that. And so it is true. Again, social media brings engagement, brings relationship, and whether it's a church, whether it's a business, um, whether you're doing your own brand, it is something that is needed to grow whatever you're trying to do. So right. that's very important. So talk to me about those churches that are like, I'm not going to do it. I'm, I'm going to just weigh this crisis out. I, I can't do it. No, no, I'm not having church, you know, online. And. So talk, why? Look. Why? Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, kicking and screaming. That's how most of them feel about any kind of change, to be honest with you. But like the church is generally 10 to 20 years behind the curve of what, you know, will happen. But here's the thing, how I think about it, you know, because some people think it's straight up heretical, but I don't, that is not the case. Paul used the Roman road to get, which was the greatest technology of his day, right? The, the, yes. the actual Roman road. So getting letters, so physical letters, the post, like the post yes. was like the greatest technology of its time. And Paul used it to be with churches. Okay. And so if Paul had zoom or he had the ability to go on Facebook live, don't you think Paul would be doing that? Like, cause of course he would. Yeah, it's the great it's the greatest way that we can get here's the thing that I know and I felt it in my gut since I became a Christian since I decided to follow Christ. I know that the next great awakening can happen because the internet was invented. And it's you know, it's it's gonna happen and I, yeah. I feel it, you know, it, I hope that it happens now because we're all at home and we're connected on the internet. Yeah. But the church has to be ready to, to give the hope of the gospel through it. Okay. It's a different medium. Okay. The church building and pre preaching from the platform is a different medium. Sending a letter like Paul did is a different medium, but he still longed to be with the church. Right. 
I'm not saying we should get rid of physical buildings. I love, I think that when this is all over, we should be in the church rejoicing, like biblical rejoicing we have never seen before. We need to pull out the fine linen and the fine china. It needs to be like the most ridiculous thing we've ever seen. Absolutely. But we can't do that right now. So what we all need to be doing is utilizing social media to spread the gospel in ways that we haven't before. We need to be innovative and think differently about what church looks like, but also what evangelism looks like, right? I think one of the greatest things I did, um, I started doing this about four years ago, asking the question, what can I be praying for you? It's actually a question that I asked in my social media class. It's, a, it's an assignment that I give. Uh, I, I, I teach at a Christian university. So the assignment is you can post one of two questions. First off, this is almost always 98% of my class will say, I never asked a question on social media. So that's interesting. Okay. So they're Gen Zers. They say it's not in my brand. They're like to ask a question. None of them ever have. And then ask, so they can ask one of two questions. They can either ask, what are you most thankful for? Or you can, they can ask, what can I be praying for you? And I've only had one student actually post, what can I be praying for you? Which is interesting to say out of all these Christian students, right? Um, most that of them ask, is. what are you most thankful for? And what they do find though is they're like, well, I've never had that many comments before. I've never had like pe- people ask me what's wrong with you. <laughs> like, are you okay? <laughs> because they never had that many. They're like, that was the most likes or whatever that I've wow. ever gotten on a post. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because social media is about being social. It's about asking questions. They can't answer a question if you never asked one, you know, right. so, so going back to like, what can I be praying for you? I think that prayer is our primary strategy for sharing the gospel. And so it, it has been since day one, uh, even you when we weren't technology. Yeah, 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 I do. Yeah, that's, and this is my thing. I harp on it everywhere. But you talked, why do I? Was it at the yeah, at Sheely's church? Yeah, I talked about. Okay, because I'm like, I know this. I okay, perfect. You're like, okay. you're like, yeah, I got it from this. So thank you for listening. Yes. Yeah, yeah Um, yeah. So I know that prayer is the best way. You're sitting with your Uber driver. You're having a conversation. You're, you know, <clears throat> talking about family and stuff. Asking your Uber driver, what can I be praying for you after talking about their family? It open. It takes first off. It changes the dynamic of the conversation completely, yeah. um, because you just become personal. Yes. And sometimes we'll say people will say no, but I have found overwhelmingly that people will give you stuff to pray about. Yep. And so believe one hundred percent, right? Yep. Because they they literally they're because they think that Christians we have this like extreme ultimate connection to God, which we do. Yeah. They could have it too, if they really wanted, you know? Uh, but yeah, they think that we are somehow closer. And so they, and they don't know how to pray for themselves. That's, uh, that's the next thing is that people yeah. have no idea how to pray for themselves. So I found myself and I, then I will actually pray for them. Um, whether that is out loud. And, and so what I'm talking about on social media is asking the question on your personal profile, why can I be praying for you? And then I actually physically write out all of these prayers and I send them to people. Now, whether it is on the comment thread or it's on a message or I write it out or I like do it on a video chat or whatever, because 
people do not know how to pray for themselves. And so they will find themselves going back to it, using it as a template to pray for themselves because they don't know how, right? So we use Jesus's prayer, right? The, um, the, you know, the, what's the prayer? Oh my gosh. The, the great prayer. The Lord's prayer? The Lord's prayer. Yes. Why, okay. Why is the name not coming to me? The Lord's prayer. We use it as a template for praying, right? Yeah. And so in the same way, we are also, you know, having conversations with God and they don't know acts, you know, that what is it, adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and supplication. They yeah. were not taught that. Yeah. Yeah. So you can teach them that though by writing these prayers out on social media. And I think it's just so powerful because people can see, ah, the gospel is working in their life. The good news is here. Um, So so with that one question, it can lead to so many. So as a business, what would that one question be for a business? mm, You know, what can we be helping you with today? You know, or uh, personal. Yeah, and, and, and yeah, and it depends on your business, yeah. right? Like maybe there's like maybe you're an audio company and you know everything there is to know about XLR company XLR cables or something. Just being open handed and generous with information and being willing to ask people like, what do you need help with? Yeah, uh, it's the new customer service, right? So you're in Best Buy and you don't you're looking lost. Yeah. You're like, what am I doing? If you see like an ad or you see a post that gives you that information, you're going to click, you're going to sign up. It's just like your husband scrolled randomly on social media, I guess, and found my ad, which is hilarious. This is a Facebook ad I put out. And he was like, hey, I think I think my wife will enjoy this. And, and just so, sign me up. And look what has happened since then. Him being obedient, you know, because I'm sure he heard from God because he knows me. And me just being amazed. And I was like, I need to have her on and look and look what's going to happen because now I want to touch because we're almost out of time, but I want to touch something that we talked about prior to this um, interview. You have something very special going on this Sunday, right? Easter Sunday. But before we even touch that, let's one, I want you to encourage those that are either watching or listening. Um, Yes, we talked about social media and yes, we talked about branding, all the different things. Um, But it's so important to leave hope, right? We're in a crisis. This is something we've never seen before, right? What can you give the person who is in a church, a person who's not, a business person, someone who believes in God, someone who doesn't, what hope, what encouraging word can you share with the people right now? Ah, there's grace. There's so much grace Mm. and you need to give it to yourself and you need to ask for it for yourself because right now I feel like we feel like there is no mercy. We feel like there is no I don't know, grace for today that his, his mercies aren't made new each morning and they are. Yes. And so I think we need to just take some time, right. To like, remember who God is and remember who we are in him. And of course, if you're not a believer, you know, who, this is a great time to spend some time thinking about who you are, you know, and who you want to be. 
And maybe you haven't considered like the gospel for yourself. Maybe you haven't thought about Jesus' teachings or whatever. It's a good time. Read the gospel. It's all available online, right? Um, just read through the book of John, for example, and just see if it's for you. It's okay if it's not, but I think you'll find yourself asking more questions. And so just give yourself some grace and some, you know, try to find some peace. Um, yeah, I think that's my, my big thing. Yeah, I think, you know, what you said, peace. I've been just really sharing that guard your peace during this time. Mm -hmm. Guard mm -hmm. your peace, whatever that is. If that means you have to meditate, pray, do both, go to your therapist yeah. virtually, whatever yeah. that is, you have to guard your peace and you, take it day by day. You know, Latrice, uh, in the last uh, 30 days, the tr if you have you ever looked at Google Trends? So Google Trends will give you information about what people are searching. Prayer has gone up like a hockey stick. Yeah. Wow. Because people don't know how to do it, right? And they, this for the first time, they are considering that for themselves. And so wow. if you don't know how to pray, just start talking. That, it's okay. Like, you, know, you don't have and to. What's so interesting, no. as when you were saying that, now face to face, I'm always saying, hey, what can I pray for you about? Hey, how can I pray for you? FaceTime, how? But I've never put it on social media. So yeah, that is isn't that funny? that I will start doing because so easy, so simple. And as a servant of the Lord, you know, anytime I get an opportunity and I can't say, you know, I'm just so eloquent with my prayer, but listen, they do touch heaven. Let me tell you, <laughs> I know how to pray. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, so I believe that. Me, Katie, tell me this, what's happening? What's coming up for you? Okay, so EasterAcrossAmerica.com. We are hopefully, I mean, if all the, if everything goes right, and I think so far it has been, we've got some amazing guests lined up. You can go on our website and see them, EasterAcrossAmerica.com. Um, we've got everybody from Bob Goff to Michael Jr., the comedian, and uh, just so many more, uh, you know, Carrie Newhoff, Nona Jones, I talked about earlier, uh, yeah. Sam Collier. Uh, Rhett Walker, Candace Payne. Uh, for the kids, we got Slugs and Bugs. Have you ever heard of Slugs and Bugs on YouTube? Oh, they're like he's like a really cute, like he's got puppets and stuff. But it's like it's kind of more like Sesame Street, I guess. I don't know, okay. but it's real cute. So uh, there's a little bit of everything for everybody. But we just want to spread the message of hope, right? Absolutely. And just like we're almost calling it a, a moment of peace from the pandemic. You know, like, can we just have a little bit of peace on, on Easter, right? Yeah. And so we're excited about it. God's been really pulling it together for us. Uh, and it's been phenomenal to see how it's coming along. So if you want to find out more, you can go to EasterAcrossAmerica.com and sign up for the email list. Because right now, we're still working on, like, where are we streaming it to? Okay. <laughs> yeah. So we know it's going to probably be on Facebook, but you need to sign up for the email list so we know where to send you when we get there. So. Perfect. Well, you know what? You've been a wealth of information. Um, I know that something you've said has touched the heart of people. And hopefully, you know, you said, you know, change is hard and it is, but change is also good. And I think mm -hmm. um, now in this pandemic, this is the time to discover yourself, re-examine who you are, reposition who you are. 
and make those necessary changes. And it's not a race. You don't have to race to do it, but right. just allow God to help you evolve, right? Yeah. That's right. all, you know? Yeah. I think a lot of times we're trying to always be in control, you know? And we don't have to. We rest in him and move forward. And that's how we keep our peace. We guard our peace and we have peace. So thank you so much for being a guest. It has been wonderful. And you are my friend. Oh, well, thanks for having me, Latrice. I appreciate it. I need you to tell me I'm your friend. That's what Oh, I you're need. definitely my friend, Latrice. That's for sure. We're best friends now. <laughs> see, see how that works. See how that works. Gonna do, we're just going to do this every week. <laughs> Let's do, hey, hey, let's do it. I'm telling you, but this is also what it's about. You know, these are my special editions for my podcast and my Facebook live because we need to deal with some things right away. Do you know what right. I mean? So we're definitely yeah. hitting mental health um, throughout the whole um, time that this pandemic is going on because again, Jesus, therapy, mm -hmm. and coffee. Nice. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much for listening or watching. Remember, follow me on all platforms, as well as listen to my podcast on Google, Spotify, and Apple. And so again, stay encouraged. Know that you're stronger than you think. Be at peace. Guard your peace. And hey, if there's something I can pray for you about, hey, DM me, text me. Uh, whatever, message me on Facebook and let's do it. Take care, guys.